Hey, hey, wizard, and welcome back to the Wizards of Ecom podcast. I am your host, Naomi, and today we're going to continue our mini-series on the top three favorite books and why we play this mini-series on a quarterly basis. So if you like these episodes, make sure to check all the other episodes titled Top 3 Favorite Books and Why for more book suggestions from our amazing guests. Let the show begin. All right. The OG book for me is Rich Dad, Poor Dad. That is the book that changed my life. I was um, on security duty in the Marines in the year 2000. And you're just sitting there waiting, you know, just you're, you're amongst a bunch of other Marines. So nothing's really going to happen. So I was able to read a book. And Rich Dad, Poor Dad was the book that I read that changed the way I view money. And because of that, my life, uh, I, I've learned that money isn't real. I've learned that money, it's what you do with money that makes it real. So like going on trips, creating experiences um, for your family, for your kids, for yourself, um, buying a property, um, so buying assets, not liabilities and doodads. If you read that book, not, not you, but whoever's listening, you'll know what that is. Um, second book, actually the one right after it, The Cashflow Quadrant, Love understanding it. how, the, um, how the, the whole cashflow quadrant works, business owner, investors, self-employed. And employed. I right now I'm self-employed. Honestly, I I, want to be a business. I want to be a business owner, but technically I'm self-employed because the moment I get hurt, not much of my business can run because I'm the brand. So that that book really helped me think about scaling and helped me really think about the processes. And that's where why ClickUp was a natural fit for me because when you think of your business, I think it's important to look at it from like ten steps ahead. How can I pass this on to my kids so that way I can retire off of the work I put into it? And that cash flow quadrant really kind of just kind of just opens it up. Profit first. That book, wow, that's actually a really big book for me because that's like my life. If if so, that book teaches you how to always focus on the profit portion first before you start paying your bills. The book called Atomic Habits. It's one of my favorite by far. I, I know like what this book about is. Is about uh, improving your daily habits. Uh, not only improving, but sometimes just noticing something that you're doing unconsciously because you already get used to it. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's happened to me like six years ago when I decided to quit um, uh, drinking alcohol. So I remember, like, I I, I decided to 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 go to the next level of my life in terms of uh, uh, performance, and and I realized. To, to make this breakthrough, I need to have more energy because sometimes it's not that easy, guys, to go through the difficulties and stress and, uh, and failures that you, you face and, and you will. I make a list on the, on the left side. I make things that give me energy. On the right side, I make a list of what it takes my energy. And alcohol ball was on a, on a list of what takes my energy. And I decided, hey, listen, if, if I really want to achieve something valuable or something meaningful in my life, I have to have to quit this, you know. So the second book would be is a book who simple book. It's about how to find a talented people and how to. It's it's amazing book step by step. How to evaluate people? How there's even like a questions what you need to ask people when you try to hire them. If you are an entrepreneur, this is one of the books that you have to read. And it's not only like a book. It's like a uh, you need to practice this book all the time. You know, like uh, making sure it's like a um, it's like a manual for you. And the third book would be it's uh, EOS systems traction. Mm-hmm. It's how to build system in a company. Basically, the, the, the idea of the book, it's how to put right people 
on the right places. Sometimes you have a good people in a company, but they just they just um, doing uh, they just in the wrong department, let's say. So sometimes you need to evaluate these people, and if the people is right, keep them in a the company, give them proper tasks. If not, let them go. You know, like you will give them a better favor, but letting them go than keeping them in in a company, and they they will not be able to to perform well. This one right here, if you want to learn how to clean data and understand it, is Between the Spreadsheets uh, by Susan Walsh. Very funny lady on LinkedIn. My other ones, I probably reference these ones quite a bit. The big picture book, I referenced that a lot. It talks about uh, how to make visualizations, how to use color and everything. And then this one's how to storytell with your data. So you can make a story, like store a fairy tale or something. That one is a, is a tough trick to do when you're... Uh, learning data visualization. You can make these great visualizations, but if you're not providing value to somebody, they're just a dashboard that does nothing. So that's where the storytelling comes in. First, you got to clean it. Then you got to learn how to use the color. And then you go into the storytelling and that's when you pizzazz. Uh, Marcus Aurelius. So this is meditations. Um, It's gotten me through a lot of hard times, literally through a lot of imposter syndrome. This is mm-hmm. literally the emperor, the former emperor of Rome, right? Yes. Uh, basically, you know, the lesson, the takeaway I get from meditations is literally focus on the task ahead. Think about the mission, focus on the mission. The reason why imposter syndrome, you know, happens is because we're, we're focusing too much on ourselves and our egos, right? Yep. Um, the second one is uh, Rainer Maria Rilke, um, essentially the letters to a young poet. This actually deals with a lot of essentially you know, changes in our lives and everything. So in a rapidly changing world, it's actually important to know how to deal with it. The final one is Mindsets for Winning by uh, Mark Minervini. So this is a a legendary stock trader, actually. And uh, essentially, you know, winning performance in general in anything isn't just practice. There's also the mindsets, right? Mm -hmm. So the top winners or uh, athletes or champions in any field safeguard their self-image as well as grow their uh, mentality and visualize, visualize, visualize every step of the way. It's not just practice makes perfect. There's so many other components like mindset that goes into performance. So my favorite book has always been The Art of War um, Mm -hmm. because I'm the type of person that I like to win the battle uh, before I actually get to the battlefield. And what I mean by that is that I'm a thinker. I try... I tend to overanalyze things, look at a bunch of different angles of what could happen before I actually get to the situation. Um, sometimes it's a, it's a bad thing, but most times it's a good thing. Um, and so by doing that, I can kind of foresee a lot of the issues that might occur. And The Art of War is great for that. Uh, it's a very... It's a book that you have to actually take the the teaching moments and translate them into your own life. It's not the type of book where you're going to be able to say... They're not gonna. You're not gonna read what's in there and say, "Oh, that happened to me." That's not the type of book it is. It was written uh, hundreds of years ago, um, but I think that the lessons in there play very, very well into daily life, into a growing life as we get older. Um, th- certain things will will make sense, and certain things will make sense later in life. So I think it's a generational book that everybody should read at least once. Uh, Forty Eight Laws of Power is another one by Robert Greene that I have on my bookshelf and I'll walk by, open it and I'll read a random half page just because it, it it tends, those two books tend to center me. They're very um, wide concepts that can be put into different scenarios in life. So two evergreen books that I think will always give back um, if you're reading them. And then additionally, two books right now that I'm reading that I just read that I love are uh, super founders and the entrepreneur's playbook. 
super founders and the other one is the entrepreneur's playbook two books that i think are are very um with the times very current can give a lot of perspective for someone that's just starting out or someone that's running a five million dollar company um, there's a lot of information in there they talk about major companies that are in existence today uh, and how they, they got started how they succeeded what made them different uh, from their competitors and some of stories of what's happened to them along the way, which I thought I thought was very, very cool to hear about these major companies. So I am currently listening to um, business books are just utterly boring for me. Ooh. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I am currently listening to the Anthropocene reviewed by John Green. I love the Green Brothers obsessed with them on YouTube. I think they're hilarious. Mm-hmm. Um, Essentialism by Greg McCowan was really good. And then I'm actually re-listening to Atomic Habits right now. Well, yeah. let me give you the, the favorite not or fiction book I'm reading right now, which is mm-hmm. actually a uh, player one. It's one of the best selling books right now. It's a, a goofy dystopian book about video games and a uh, metaverse basically taking over the world. I just love it. It's so imaginative. I'm someone like many who didn't do much reading post-college, and I'm kind trying to climb back into that thanks to some audiobooks and a library, Libby, uh, whatever it's called, membership. And that has probably been the book. So I would say player one. Uh, <laughs> the next book I would say is The Goal. So I'll do a businessy book here. That was the book that changed everything for me and helped me actually understand what a process is, which sounds basic, but Given the name of my business now, it's process-driven. You can imagine that was pretty informative. Um, and I guess the third book I would say would probably be Scaling Up. That's a, a book that was instrumental in my development in various ways, but one of which was just the content itself. It gives you this mindset of trying to look at your business as pieces, which worked really well. It's these pillars, and that kind of connected to me quite a bit. I am a huge Brandon Sanderson fan. He's a fiction writer. And um, in fact, Naomi, this, like these books here, you can't see them on the podcast, but Naomi can because she's on Zoom. Yeah. They're like, you can, kill, you can kill a man with them. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's one book, but it's like two volumes. It was like this Kickstarter thing that I bought uh, for the 10th anniversary of The Way of Kings, which is a book by Brandon Sanderson. So I think anything in the Stormlight Archive, there's five books now in that. That's really good. Um, in terms of business, I think I'm really been geeking out about Dan Ariely. Like his the book Predictably Irrational is fantastic. And I think if I were gonna go way back to like when I first started reading entrepreneurial type books, um, the book How to Win Friends and Influence People. I mean, it says influence, it's like in the title. Um, it's just literally like the things that stick out to me, the number one thing that stuck out for me in that book is the sweetest sound to anyone in any language is their name said to them. Yeah, Their name said to them. So if you want to get good at building friendships and influencing people, which is exactly what influencer marketing is, just get good at being a nice person and caring about people. That's really all it boils down to. Well, it's called The Hustle Code. All right. Uh, There is a friend of mine, um, might be a mutual friend of yours because it's in the Wizards community. um, That is one of the authors. His name is Edgar Hurtado from, uh, and I'm saying hi with (laughs) this occasion. Hi, Edgar. Um, (laughs) From uh, LA. Uh, One of the authors, all the others are 10 or 12 uh, Latino persons who hustled to be where they are. It's 
so empowering, so motivating. So I just love it. And you should definitely try it. For me, it's, I don't know, maybe it, it's because it's, I have some Latino blood as well, because we Romanians <laughs> do. But uh, still, I, I would totally recommend it to any friend. I do love my books. Um, so I would say the number one is traction. That's a, it, it dictates something called the entrepreneurial operating system. So if you just read about operating systems, like people who did, you know, business management degrees and things like that, they probably know about corporate operating strategies, but an entrepreneurial operating strategy is something that's a bit more niche and no one really talks about. So Gina Wickman in Traction talks about that in a very practical way. So it's kind of step-by-step. Um, another book that I would recommend is Working Backwards. Uh, it's all about, and it's kind of cool for Amazon sellers to learn how Amazon runs internally. It's all about Amazon's mechanisms and leadership principles and uh, and you really learn, you get into the mind of Jeff Bezos there and the entire Amazon team and how they ma- manage to achieve so much uh, so quickly. Uh, it's it's no coincidence, you know, and they go into lots of new different industries, but they use the same mechanisms and principles. And that's a book that, that definitely really helped me. Um, and then if I had to give a third, although I don't like to narrow it down this much, but I would probably say Good to Great is, a, is another really good book for understanding systems. Like what do all companies that went from good to great share in common? And there's some really uh, amazing mechanisms in there that you can pretty much always apply to your business, even if you just started selling on Amazon once, two years ago, and you're not even good yet. Um, but but those are things that you can really start thinking about. And it, it's a great book for for learning like how to build DNA of a business that's going to become great. Uh, Made in America by Sam Walton. I love it because it, uh, that man was obsessed with improving his business. And, uh, one of the favorite, my favorite stories is, uh, he once went to prison in Brazil because they caught him in a super, in a supermarket in Brazil with a measure tape measuring the aisles, the distance between the aisles of the store. And he didn't speak Portuguese. So when they came to ask him what he was doing, because he looked suspicious, mm-hmm. he couldn't explain. So they sent him to, to jail for probably just like a night. Uh, but he was measuring the distance. So he, he wanted to figure out what his competitors were doing, how they were optimizing the space in their stores, right? And unless you get to that level of, obsession right with with mastery and and what i can do better in my business i think it's hard to rise to the top um so that book is full of you know stories like that uh which i really like uh in terms of other books i mean uh scaling up is pretty uh, up there is uh uh you know the book about uh eos entrepreneur operating system i know it's unrelated to amazon specifically but just really helps you um, grow and scale a company. 